0: Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast, where our goal is to stay hungry, to get better, and to move the meter. My name is Josiah Igano, and whether you're looking to improve physically, to get fed spiritually, or to challenge yourself mentally, we're digging deep to find those gems, and we're going to find them. Let's go. Let's, let's, Let's go. Hope everybody's doing well. I'm really excited for you to listen to today's podcast. This podcast is very inspiring on so many different levels. Our guest is Bobby Magallanes. Bobby is one of the assistant hitting coaches for the Atlanta Braves, more specifically the World Series champion, reigning champions, that is, Atlanta Braves. And this podcast hits on so many notes and on so many levels. You're talking about a journey that culminates in a World Series champion in somebody who becomes a better person in transformation there's so many things that we uncover in this podcast you know we speak about the hitter's mentality what it takes to arguably do one of the most difficult things in sports which is to hit a baseball during a major league game right when you got a 95 mile an hour plus fastball coming at you we talk about uh, the emphasis that bobby puts on reading and taking notes and just getting better And how do we evolve as a coach? We talk about the story about his encounter with a scout that would ultimately change his life and how he looked at things. You know, you want to talk about being patient. This conversation today takes patience to a whole different level. Uh, I mean, you're talking about somebody who waited 30 plus years to be called a World Series champion. It is action-packed, it is candid, it is deep, and again, it covers so many different areas. One of the things that I'm really proud of and I'm really excited about to share with you all is, you know, a couple years ago when I set up All Things Performance, it was built on these four pillars, and these four pillars were, you know, how does one's psychology, right, how they think, how does one's physiology, how they train, How does one's neuromechanics, right, how their brain works, and how does one's belief systems or their faith affect their performance, right? These four pillars in some way, shape, or form will affect and is affecting your performance. And one of the things that brings joy to my heart is that this conversation epitomizes this goal, and it checks all the boxes for this goal. And so when you talk about being the best of the best, when you talk about hearing about the grind and hearing about the journey and talking about the process, all of these things are encapsulated in this conversation that is brought to you by a World Series champion. And so without further ado, we get right into today's conversation. Hope everybody's doing well. Welcome to the All Things Performance Podcast. This is Josiah Igano with my co-host, Derek Devine. Derek, how we doing today, man? You all right?
1: Yes, we're up early today. I like it. Let's we're in game.
0: Hey, you, you have know? we have no choice, bro. Hey, no man ever rises to low expectations. So <laughs> we have uh, we have that is you know no, no nonetheless true today. Uh, we have a special guest, Bobby Magallanes, assisting hitting coach uh, for the World Series uh, champions, Atlanta Braves. Bobby, man, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing great, Josiah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Doing good.
0: Yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to have you on here. Um, I think it was a few years ago uh, I met you through a mutual friend and, you know, it revolved around baseball and it revolved around psychology and, you know, what you were doing, um, you know, for, your, uh, for your, your, your graduate work and just, you know, following your career and your path. It's just been really cool to watch uh, and obviously culminating in the World Series. We're going to be talking about that today. Uh, but man, what's going on in your world these days? How's uh, how's life? How's the family, man? How's the, how's how's the grind going for you?
2: Uh, it's you know it's thank you first of all it's going well. Uh, yeah, you're right. It's a grind. You know it's it's a long season and we're getting ready here for the All Star Break here soon. Uh, but the family's well. They miss me a lot. That's the toughest part. The toughest part about this job is being away from my family, and it's it's difficult. But uh, again, it's it's through it's through God. It's our relationship with God that that keeps us that keeps that going that keeps us strong in that and um but uh, they're doing well they're gonna get to see me here soon uh next couple of days uh but uh but again like you said it's a grind and uh, uh we're just grinding through no i hear you i hear you on that um you know a lot of
0: people you know it's it's easy when you when you look at the sport of baseball right um it, it's one of those things where on every team you know Great fans know who the managers are and the coaches, you know, what I'm saying like the aficionados, you know, what I'm saying like they understand the inner workings of the faces, right? They, they know who the superstars are. Obviously, you, you all won the World Series last year. So there's a lot of, you know, name recognition there. But sometimes, you know, for the casual viewer, or for those that don't know too much about the intricacies of the sport, there's a lot of people like yourself that are behind the scenes. And for you, you want to talk about. Uh you know, a grind, a journey, you know, I I believe we use those terms sometimes loosely. It took you 30 years, if I'm not mistaken, 30 or 31 years to get to the big leagues. And before we, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to start there and kind of work backwards in our conversation. Talk to us about that journey uh, and, and and you know, how that unfolded. and, And then, you know, we'll just, we'll just start from there, man.
2: Well, I was, uh, drafted uh, to play professional baseball in 1989 and um so that's where it all started for me in professional baseball and uh and again i played uh 12 years professionally minor leagues uh mexico independent leagues and then i went into coaching Uh, my first coaching job was in uh in 2002 um i was with the, the anaheim angels at the time and uh and since then, just been coaching the minor leagues, uh, uh, hitting coach in the minor leagues. I managed for nine years in the minor leagues, uh, all the way up to double A, um, and then, uh, then coached also two years of triple A, and then got my first opportunity uh, two years ago here to, to uh, I, you know, last year, first full season, year before 20 COVID year, I was still uh, uh, basically a minor league coach, but I was with the big league club the whole year because because they expanded roster they wanted me to be there as an extra coach but officially my first major league contract was last year to be an official coach and i mean what a way a script the way god did it was winning a world series and um i tell you what josiah i don't want to go too much into this because i know you got a lot of questions but i could not have written the script any better i wanted to quit so many times and and when that happened. I went, Oh my God. Cause I would have wanted it 20 years ago. <laughs> no I would have wanted to get there 20 years, 10 years ago when my way would have been a long time ago, I would have, I would have been there, but, uh, God, God, you know, he knows what he's doing, obviously. And he knows how to do it. So yeah, uh, I praise him for that.
0: That's awesome, man. So, so Derek played football. I played football coming up and Derek uh, and I were on the, we were, we were talking just before the call <laughs> and he's like, man, He goes, that type of grind, he said, that grind is something. You got to be a special dude for that type of grind. Derek, like when you hear that, right, you know, coming from a guy who plays one game a week, right, physical, you know, physical, be that as it may, you know what I'm saying? Like what goes through your mind when you hear that? Man, that's a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and and, and bus rides, bro. Like what goes through your mind, man, when when you hear that grind?
1: Well, it's just not even close, man. Like, you know, everybody talks the physical side of football. I get that, whatever, but it's like baseball's a sport. Even if you don't really follow it that much, you're still like, wait, they're still playing, (laughs) like there's, they're they're still in season. Like there's so many months that thing goes on. It's I, 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 I I tip my hat, man. I can't believe how long it is. And I have absolutely really no clue. I mean, it's, I, I got kind of a perspective off of you, Joe off of what the grind's like, but I have no clue what that is. That's another level. No,
0: it really is. It really is. And, and you want to talk about, you know, the physical grind is one thing about the wear and tear it does on your body, you know, and, and, and the, and the mental grind is another thing. Now, Bobby, you have a master's degree, you know, uh, in, in the realm of psychology. I'd love for you to talk to us about that. Um, you're a world series champion. Congratulations again. That never gets old um and you coach one of the hardest skills arguably in the world of sports hitting a baseball sometime coming at you 95 plus 100 plus plus. and now with the guys that you know that are thrown now i mean it's it's another uh dimension another realm of just uh you know being on top of your game talk to us about the mentality you know what i'm saying the mentality uh, uh, of a hitter as we start talking about players and just like mentalities. Talk to us about um, what you see, what you've seen, rather, uh, that has been successful for, for the best hitters that you've worked with um, and what they, in your opinion, need to have.
2: Well, yeah, I, I got a, a master's degree in performance psychology. And uh, so, you know, talking about a skill, uh, it's a very tough skill uh, to, to hit a baseball. It's when you research it, you know, I've, I've researched it. Not only have I done it for a long time, been in this sport for a long time to know it, but I also researched the technical part of it, um, the science behind it. And, uh, it is, it's one of the most difficult things doing all sports. Uh, but you know, there, there's a lot of factors involved, you know, to, 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 hit a, a baseball and, you know, the the one thing about performance psychology before i i I answer that question is it's really the study of peak performers you know it's like what makes these guys the best and we're not talking about studying the good players we're talking about the elite we're talking about the ones who were the best in their profession from day one they got to to whether it's the nfl major leagues nba to their very last game yeah they were all-stars that's who we study. We want to know, okay, what makes these guys great for 20 straight years, not just one or two seasons they get a big contract, and that's it. It's like they do it year in and year out to the end of their career. What makes them so good? And that's the study. And, you know, uh, just getting to, to, to research that, you know, they all have a mission. They all have a, a purpose behind them, what they want to do, goals. They set goals, and no one's going to stop them. It's like right. I'm going to, you know, they have that attitude like, you know it doesn't matter they can have walls and keep building walls and walls and they're gonna break those walls down until they achieve their goal so they're pretty stubborn in their ways and and they want to be the best and uh but uh but again in 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 baseball it's it's guys who who are mentally strong that's what I see it's like they're very mentally strong the Mm -hmm. ones who have success you know they they know uh, they, they figure things out. They, they know that it's a process. They, 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 they love the process. They embrace it, you yeah. know? And, and I see that in, in, in the best. And again, obviously, yeah. Practice everyone practices, you know, th- that saying is like, if you practice, oh yeah, just work hard and everything's going to work out. It's not true because I would have played in a major leagues 20 years if it was about work ethic. And, and I didn't, uh, what hurt hindered me was a lot was the mental part. I was really hard on myself a lot of things but again getting back to hitting a baseball it's just their their willingness to know they're very mentally strong and a thing too they keep things simple a lot of guys the best i see how they just can go to the next step bad they, they can put things away a bad game they know how to come back the next day and they just put that away okay i gotta live in the moment and and uh they keep things simple
0: i love that i love that i mean when I, when I hear you break that down, it makes so much sense to me. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, the word that kept coming to me as you were breaking down a major league hitter is intent. There's intent. They know what they want to do. It doesn't matter what obstacles, you know, you be out, that are in front of them. They're going to find a way. And you said, keep things simple. I mean, I absolutely love that. Um, uh, when you, when you look at, when you look at, uh, I want, I want to go back to the journey, right? Because there are a lot of people, a lot of people um, who, you know, as a young athlete, yourself, myself, Derek, all the thousands of, you know, millions of uh, of young men and women out there that want to play professionally, they have no idea. Some of them have, most of them have no idea about what lies in front of them. And there's nobody more qualified to talk about this than you. I mean, I don't I mean, it it gets boring to me watching the NBA or the NFL draft after round three, you were drafted in round, if I'm not mistaken, round 50. Right. And you, you you know, uh, uh, you went through this grind and you, you said you said this could not be scripted any better. What is some advice right now that you would give minor I, I want you to speak specifically to, to to minor league players or semi-pro players and coaches um, that really helped you out throughout this whole thing? Uh I want you to just give us a, a nugget as we pivot here.
2: Well, the 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 one thing I said earlier is the how what the greats, what they do, and, and they're stubborn in their ways. And when you have a goal and you have a desire, you go for it. And that's the one thing that I had. I had a passion. Remember, when I have a passion for, for the sport. So you got to have passion. Uh, and that's what that, that's what the motivation is the passion. But it's it's being, being stubborn. What I mean by that is there can be obstacles because there always are obstacles. You just keep pushing because you have a goal. You have a thing in mind. You know, you start with the end in mind. Okay, this is the goal, but how am I going to get there? It's going to be struggles. You know, it's like, you know, the, God, God never said that it was going to be easy ever. He says, you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. It's like, I will be with you through there, you know? And so, and then we get to the promised land and it might take, you know, it, it can take 11 days it can take 40 years. It, it, You never know. It took me 30 something years. Yeah. I it's just sticking it out. You see it at the light, the end of the tunnel. Sometimes I didn't see it. But it's that, you know what, I wanna achieve this goal. It's just a stubbornness that 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 the good ones have. And and that's one thing that that uh, I can I can share with people is like, okay, what are your goals? You I'm a big believer in goals. How are you gonna achieve those goals? And 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 it's little steps, it's one step at a time. You know, you're gonna build a wall, it's one brick at a time, just one brick at a time, one brick at a time before you know you built it. And it takes time, everything takes time. I mean, yeah. when I read the, the Word of God, when I read the Bible, it, everything was long term. Promises were twenty years later, forty years later, ten years later. It was never at that moment. Yeah, it's like everything is given in time because He's preparing us for that. But it's always in time. It's never easy. It never comes quickly. You know, it. You know, w- with me, people, it, it was said that, uh, man, you know, you're moving pretty quickly up. You know, you were AAA now you're in the big leagues and And like, man, if they only knew that, you know, you know, took me 31 years to be an overnight success, 32 years, you know, whatever. It's like, it's, 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 it's not true. It's not. It's like, people say, oh man, you're moving quickly. Oh man, you have no idea. You don't know my story. It's like, but it's a grind. And and you know what? It makes it worthwhile because of everything that we go through, I've went through is I can share that with people because no one can tell me now like, oh no, I know what you've been through. Well, I can tell people I've been through a lot, you know, but, and I can have compassion, empathy for those people because I've been there. I've done that. Yeah, I didn't quit. And there was times I wanted to, but I stuck it out and, and it wasn't easy.
0: Yeah. No, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, You know, before, before I say what I'm going to say, Derek, what goes through your mind when you hear this? I mean, this is firing me up, you know, in terms of just when you have that you know, to quote the great philosopher, C.T. Fletcher, you know, that magnificent <laughs> obsession, you know, with that, yeah. that, that magnificent obsession, you know, what goes through your mind when you hear, um, when you, when you hear these words?
1: Well, for, for me, it's, uh, I, I think it's a story that needs to be told, man, because everything in our society today, especially with the younger, the younger crew is that would never ring true with them. Yeah. Like, waiting what it's not even just waiting like you keep saying like yeah man it took 30 years to do that it's like it's like no that was like 30 years of complete obsession and work and perseverance i mean it's like there's no waiting that was work for 30 years it's like you know i think it's one thing to sit around and wait for something to happen but it's another thing to work for that long for something to happen i just i think that that breeds a character and builds a character and. And builds character traits within an individual that you can't even really speak to unless you're that individual and you've been through that. It's like you wish you could bottle that up and go and give it to, I think it would be so useful to go give it to like everybody under the age of 25 right now. Yeah. To understand something to that magnitude and what that took. I just, I don't know how you could replace such a thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, Bobby, well, Bobby, you, what you said was powerful because it's like, yeah, it's 30 years, but it's, it's one of those things. I think I, I saw a quote uh, a while back and it was, you say Usain Bolt. Right. And he was just like, man, it took me, what do you say? He, it took me 20 years to train of training so that I can run a world record time of nine point, whatever it was. 75 so seven, five seconds. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's just like that. I love, I love what you said about. It's always long term. Right. God's going to build you up and he's going to build your character. He's going to burn out the impurities. It's like gold, right? Gold, one thousand nine hundred and forty five degrees. That's how hot it has to get for that goldsmith to burn those impurities out. And sometimes it take, like you said, sometimes it's 11 days, sometimes it's 40 years. But it's beautiful. Every God has made everything beautiful uh, in its time. Mm. And, and I absolutely love that. I want to go hard pivot right here, Bobby. Uh, and when you start looking at sports, right? The landscape of sports, mm. baseball in particular, what would you say right now? I'm going to put you on the hot seat. What would you say right now is the biggest lie in sports?
2: Uh real quick, you went out right now. I can't see you. Okay. I'm right here. It's gone, I'm right the, here. The, 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 okay. The screen went black. Oh, there you go there you go. I got seen that. Sorry about uh, Okay, no, can, can you ask that, Quinn?
0: Yeah. So right now, you know, as you look at uh, the, the work that you're doing at the major league uh, level in baseball and professional baseball, uh, and you just look at sports, you're somebody who's entrenched in the world of sports. What would you say right now is the biggest lie in sports?
2: Oh man. <laughs> First of all, I, my faith in God, it's that money possessions and, and uh the limelight's gonna bring you happiness and that's the biggest lie Mm. that's the biggest lie um because being here with 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 these guys uh we there's times we talk life we talk you know what's important and 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 they are human beings these guys and these at the biggest stage here in 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 sports uh they're human beings and and yeah, I tell you what, man, it's it's not all about the, the glamour. I mean, they they have family, they have issues, they have other things. And so the biggest lie is that glamour, fame, and fortune is gonna give you happiness, and, and that's not true.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it reminds me of like, you know, somebody who's functional, right? You know, you've heard we've heard the term like functional alcoholic and functional this, functional that. Um I, I want you to tell us. Not necessarily your remedy, but what you've seen work with somebody who's functional, who's just getting by, right? Doing what they got to do, you know, consuming whatever uh, advice they have to consume, doing what they got to do to get by versus somebody who is functioning well, right? What are your thoughts on that in terms of the athletes that you've been around? I mean, pro baseball is 162. You got to get up every day. Like, what, what have you seen that works and what doesn't work with somebody who is functional? Versus somebody who's functioning well and at, at a high level.
2: Well, uh, as I said earlier, you know about keeping it simple. But it, it baseball—it's a grind. First of all, 162 games—it is a grind. It's every day. There's there's hardly any recovery time. So you're gonna have aches, pains. You're gonna have days where, as a player, it's like, man, I'm hurting. But you 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 post. You you get up and and, and you check in every day, and and you're in there playing. Uh, but it's taking they all take care of that you know it's taking care of their bodies taking care of their minds taking pre- preparation that's the one thing the professionals and and they prepare and and the ones that get, like i said it's like the, to me it's like it, it's 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 everything included it's taking care of your body your mind okay and and uh, your health i mean everything i mean eating well uh, what you put in it, is, as well as is how you work out but uh what functions is is taking care of their bodies taking care of their mind it's all of it together and what they eat because recovery we're playing every day um I, this is way back and and derrick i don't know if you've heard this quote or you, you heard about uh, but deion sanders way back in the day you know he played both two sports at the same mm-hmm. time major leagues and nfl and one of the greatest athletes in the history of sports but uh he ended up going full-time football and like, yeah. wow, I mean, he was doing really well in baseball. And then they asked him, why would you pick? He just said he was going to pick a sport. And they asked him, why would you pick football? And, and he ended up saying he was, it was easier on my body. Yeah. And that was like, wow, man. He says, I just couldn't go for a full season in baseball. Like that spring training is, is a month and a half. Then you got a full season. And if you're on a team like the Braves that were going to the World Series, I mean, it's eight months nonstop. <laughs> Hardly yeah. any days off. I mean, it, and he just says he he's, his body couldn't do it. And uh, I think, so... I
1: think you guys would just weed people out with the schedule. <laughs>
2: like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is unbelievable, man. And then you start thinking about... you talking about some guys played 15, 20 years. I mean, that's unbelievable to me.
2: It is. I agree wow. with you. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's tough. But again, that... It, you don't only gotta be physically, you know, take your body, your, your you know, take your body physically, but it's mental. I mean, you—that's mental strength. That's where I'm like, man, to 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 stay on top of your game for that long, and 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 grind it out. It's it, it's it's not easy, especially when you get to those to the World Series. You get to the playoffs, postseason, then the World Series. Guys are running on fumes. It's like Jeez. after that World Series is over, it's like everyone's celebrating. You're like, oh gosh. It's like now, you know, your body aches and parts you didn't know you had muscles in it. It's like, man, it's like everything's hurting now because you shut it down mentally. Yeah. You know, your body yeah. can relax. But it's, it, it's it's a grind. But yeah, it's 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 taking it. You know, those guys who, who, who do well, it's it's they take care of all those three areas mind, soul, spirit, they 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 take care of that. And uh it, it's you. You got to take care of your body and 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 your mind to, to play that long.
0: That's great. No, that's great. I I love how you said it. It's it's, it's you. You can't. There's no separation. It. I tell guys all the time. It's like if you got one tank. You know what I'm saying. And you got to be careful. You know where your energy is going. And, and you said it right there. It's like it's everything. Mind, body, spirit. Um. And speaking about the mind. Speaking about your the spirit. Uh. Because uh, Bobby, you're a man of faith. Uh, and, and you're also a very intelligent man um you know you are an avid note taker from what i understand you're an avid note taker and you love books right you love to 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 read talk to us uh, real quick about why that's important to you uh and and what that does to you as not only a, a a professional but as a person
2: uh first of all taking notes uh i i do it just because because yeah, well, <laughs> i i i don't have that memory that like man people can just boom. i write everything down because i know i'm going to forget this and and i go over those notes like okay now i have a plan and by writing you know writing stuff then you memorize things more you know yeah. taking mm-hmm. notes is like you know you we, we can listen to podcasts but when we start writing notes down and nuggets and all that it's like that that helps us understand the material more yes um so, yeah, so it's, it's, that's the one thing that, 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 that helps me out personally is, is taking notes. And I like taking notes. Uh, and, and I do that even when, when I, when I talk to hitters, you know, like they'll tell me something in, in, in the cage, you know, and like, okay. And I, I listen to their heart. Yeah, I'll try to put it on, on my notes in my phone, what we talked about, because I want to make sure that I don't forget that, that those are things that, you know, that help this hitter out little things that we can reminders now for me for when they're struggling. Hey, remember you said this. It, so like oh that's, yeah, that's right good. you know we, we we talked about that like that's, that's right good. now we don't de- deviate because they go okay it's this now you know it's that now you know what i want to work on this hold on let's we're not going to be going to one thing and then being consistent let's go to what's working and look when you were going well this is what you were doing this is what you were thinking this is what you were saying so anyways i mean i take notes um uh, and reading is knowledge man reading is power it's i i hated reading when i was younger the thing is it wasn't until i got older that's when i started reading and now i love it's my hobby it's i love to read i'm i'm constantly reading and i love to and i I research i'm curious i love to research i'm i'm always researching researching things you know and and especially nowadays with technology everything's at our fingertips when we're we're coaching these athletes in this time now, they know so much. They might know more yes. than us. Yes. And, and if we don't understand and they're not, we're not going to, we're going to lose credibility if we don't know, it's like, yes. man, wait a minute. You don't, you know, hey, Bobby, what, what the heck's going on, man? That, that's from 10 <laughs> years ago, you know, like, <laughs> like inside. So I got to stay on top. No doubt. And, and that, and that's how, how we evolve. That's how we keep getting better and better. So I like to read, um, And, uh, and I take notes and I like to highlight things, but, uh, to me, it's, 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 it's power reading is power reading is knowledge and, and note-taking is huge, man. It's huge.
0: Yeah. What's the, what's the one book I'm going to, I got a question for Derek here. Uh, Bobby, what's one, what's one book that you're on lately, right, right now? Like what's, what's, what are you, what are you into? What, what's been impactful book lately for you?
2: Uh, well, there was a book that that I started reading, um, it, 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 it's called, um, the language of coaching. I mean, there's been, there's quite a few books that, that, yeah. that I've been reading yeah. and, and, uh, that that's, it's by Nick Weekelman. It's really good. It's on cueing, how, how to cue. It's yes. very important. Like words. It's like yeah. good coaches have no, how to like cues, little cues. Oh man, I get it now. You know, yeah. that's why we got to keep good. evolving. And, and the cueing, it's very important. That's yeah. one book. Uh, the one I'm going right now is it's, uh sacred marriage. Uh, and, uh, my wife and I are going through it right now. Um, and it's, it's awesome. It's funny because we've already read this book like 10, 15 years ago yeah, and we're redoing it again. And, uh, we're going over it with this, uh, uh, good friends of ours who are full-time marriage ministry. Um, they're a couple and we're going together with them, uh, going through this book with them. And, uh, it's, it's bringing back even more stuff now. So sacred marriage, it's, it's awesome. That's um, cool. it's, yeah, it's so that that's what, what 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 I've been reading.
0: I love I love asking about what people are reading because if it's impacting you, then it can impact me, you know. And so, um, and and there's so many, there's literally millions of books out there, and we can't read them all. So if it's really good, I want to know about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Real real quick before we pivot, you were talking about how you have to evolve as a coach and how you know you got to be on top of stuff. And, the you know, uh, the information, the technology and Derek, you know, as a football player, we all know that, you know, traditionally football teams and organizations watch more film than anybody. Mm-hmm. Like they like football, football. You We watch film like that's what that it, there's so much film in football. Right. you breaking down coverages, breaking down tendencies. You know, you're looking at specific yeah. players, you know, your game planning, you know, X, Y and Z, one, two, three. Derek, I want to I want to come back to Bobby here um, on how, what baseball's doing now, but Derek, as it relates to uh, what Bobby was talking about regarding note taking, right?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, w- w- like, talk to us a little bit about the intent and when it comes to to, to studying film and retaining information and being able to to do so um, in a
1: parallel sport like football. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I would say that. Like at the NFL level, it's almost like you spend more time watching film than doing anything else. Yeah. Like it's all, it would feel like we would watch more film than we would ever practice, you know, or even play. Like it was just, it was everything. And um, I think the, you know, like Bobby's talking about just like the upper echelon of athlete, I think. You know, I know I always used to hear quite a bit about how like uh, Ray Lewis and Ed Reed were really big on film. And and I I just think there's I think there is a way you study it. And I don't think everybody has the uh, I don't think everybody has the code. You know, I think, you know, you take guys like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Drew Brees and some of these coaches and stuff that are actually breaking down film. I, I think they can actually it's like they can see the puzzle. You know and i think sometimes guys are just watching film and they're just they might as well be watching netflix because they're not computing really what they're seeing they're not seeing the signals they're not seeing it's like a pattern that you yes. have to put together mm-hmm. like hey you know what it's third and short this is what they're doing in the red zone now it's third and short between the 30 and the 50. you know now it's third and short on your 20. this is you know net, then we got third and i mean i remember we would use watch film it would be third and short first and 10 you know what I mean? Second and 15, you know, third and long. And then you got all these other different operations within the field. Yeah. And it's, I I just, I think there's very few guys that really can see how all of that comes together and what all these teams are doing in these scenarios and the reasons they're doing it. And so they're, therefore it's like, you get somebody like Peyton Manning who gets to the place where it's like, I don't even really need an offensive coordinator. I'm just going to call everything on the field because I already know what they're going to do anyway.
0: Right. Right.
1: You know, and then you're seeing, uh, I mean, and then you're seeing certain, uh, you know, like they'll show certain things on the NFL network. Uh, there was a linebacker for the Carolina Panthers that just retired a couple of years ago. I forget his last name, but, um, they were talking about how he'd just be calling everybody's play. Ah, this is a draw. This a draw. Was it they're was going he, flat over here? They're going yeah. flat. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like it was like they called a play before we were even run it. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. And I just think that that's you know, it's very few guys have that ability.
0: Yeah. I think was it was in Luke Keekly or no.
1: Yes. Okay, yeah. So and he was just, I mean, he they would they would run, they would, you know, they were like falling because he was mic'd up. Yeah. In, in the game. And he, and they would, they showed several plays. He came up and just, and they're just like, they're, you know, they're running this, they're running this. And it's exactly what they would run. It's just exactly. like, I just, there's not a lot of guys that can do that.
0: Yeah. No, I think that's powerful. And the reason why I, I, I wanted you to speak on that Derek is because, you know, a lot of people don't realize this. A lot of people outside of baseball don't realize this, but Bobby, you can speak to this. There's a lot of film on hitters. Like these, teams know what you do they know how you pitch they know what you do they know where your heat maps are you know what i'm saying they know what you're gonna swing at uh it is it is remarkable i I just just real quick bobby if you don't mind just talk to us about hitters meetings you know what i'm saying and what you guys look at um what uh and what that all entails in terms of the analytics the film the breakdowns the packages that players get uh the printouts that they get just talk to us about that real quick for those that don't know about how much film and study goes into baseball these days
2: there's a lot of information uh it it can be overwhelming at times and as coaches we have to break it down and get them into nuggets to give it to the players uh because there's so much out there uh we we spend hours actually um breaking down pitchers. uh but what we do is is we have, yeah, we have a hitter's meeting. We have it the first game of a series and and we go over the starting pitcher for that day. We go over the bullpen, uh, all the pitchers. We watch a video on them, uh, you know, to see their pitches, what they throw, and also go over their uh their movement on pitches. You know, what type of movement, you know, is it cut, does it run, does it ride, does it sink, you know, is it straight? Uh what type of movement does it have? Uh, what type of break on their break and stuff? Uh also go over uh, their percentages of what they throw, you know what percentage do they use their fastballs with righties and lefties, you know, in uh, counts. Um, uh, so, we, so yeah, we go over the pitcher's tendencies. What do what they, they normally like to do in certain counts, uh, in certain situations? But we go in there and watch video every day. You know, that's the first thing when I get there. I, we sit down, you know, with with uh, the, the main hitting coach and the two assistant hitting coaches. Um, we sit down and and we watch video of, of the starting pitcher. I mean, it, and it's video after watch, watching the last couple of starts, you know, how do how do they pitch? What, what how how's their movement? What are they throwing? What type of pitches they got? Um, and then we try to see like 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 you say, we're trying to just see things on them. Um what do they like to throw we got in scoring position, you know, what But what do they throw in a lot? They throw out, are they in the zone? That's the big thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, are they throwing strikes in there? You know, it's all that stuff. So we're trying to give them a a blueprint of a plan for that day. And it's hours of that each day. And then breaking down video of our own guys, we're trying to see our guys' swings as well. Like, okay, you know, what are they doing here? You know, are they struggling, are they not? You know, uh, you know, what's the issue with their swing? You know, how can we help them? How can we help them game plan as well? Because you know they got their strengths as well. Okay, you know what? They're going to probably gonna attack you like this. Because look, this is in the heat map. Like you said, look, it's red here, but look, it's all blue here. They're probably going to go to the blue, which means that's somewhere you're not swinging, you're not doing well in. uh But again, it's 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 a lot of video. It's watching, like you said, film, watching video, and and uh, it's all for their benefit so that we can help them uh, have a game plan.
0: Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I mean, once again, we're here with Bobby Magliannis, assistant hitting coach uh, for the Atlanta Braves, the World Series champions, Atlanta Braves. And, you know, we've talked a lot about baseball. We've talked a lot about, you know, uh, uh, you know, the psychology, the mindset, the grind. And and right now, as we pivot to the last, you know, a few minutes of the podcast, once again, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us. It doesn't matter what profession you're in right it it doesn't matter if you're a you know a a baseball coach it doesn't matter if you are a chef a teacher a lawyer a psychologist it doesn't matter every business every domain always comes down to people right it comes down to people's hearts and i know that there's a story uh bobby that that um i'd love for you to share um that i heard uh that involved you when you um were drafted and a scout and the scout gave you something and it led to it led to uh, where you are now. It led to how you believe now. Uh, and it has impacted you again as a person and undoubtedly has impacted your family and undoubtedly has impact the players that you serve and the coaches that you serve with. Just talk to us real quick about uh, that. and And if you don't mind, just how important your faith is to you?
2: Well, uh, I was, uh, like I guess I was drafted in 1989 and the scout that signed me uh, took me to uh, to dinner one time and um, I was, uh, I w- I was going to quit right away as soon as I signed actually. And so he, he gives me takes me to dinner to you know to to pump me up say hey you know you're fine you know we because i was struggling pretty bad and and um so he takes me to dinner and as he drops me off at the house he at my house he goes hey man go you know go back to play man you'll be fine you know he pumped me up and and he goes hey bobby asked me this question he goes bobby if you died tonight would you go to heaven and this was out of the blue because i'm like we're talking Baseball here. We're talking about you know playing baseball and my career and everything out of the blue, and I answered yes. And he asked me why, and I said because I feel like I'm a good person. You know, I feel like I'm you know, you know, good to people and you know, a good brother or whatever. And he goes, I don't doubt that one bit. He goes, but uh, you do know that. It has nothing to do with helping. He said, helping an old lady cross the street or helping her with her groceries. That's not how you get to heaven. He was, it's about being born again. And I remember when he said that, I went, oh, I mean, here we go. You know, another Christian guy trying to, you know, talk Jesus. And and so, anyways, when he said that, he he got a Bible and gave it to me with a workbook. He says, here, I just want to sh- give this to you. And I said, no, thanks. I pushed mm. it away. And uh, I, I go, no, I, I'm good. And he goes uh he goes you know it's just the bible i'm just trying to give this to you you know he goes no i'm okay and he asked me why because I, I got my own religion i asked i told him that <laughs> and so yeah <laughs> so i pushed it away and uh and and that's when he just gave, gave me a talk he was like oh, bobby just is i'm just giving this to you you know you, you read the bible then no i never read the bible And he was where, where do you go to church and i said yeah i go they you know they'll read out of it but I go, i've never read it i don't know and so and then he had, he he made my my wheel spin a little bit because I'm going, why am I pushing the Bible away? It made me think like this is weird. So finally, I go, I'll get it. You're all right, here, give it to me. He was, you know what, Bobby? He goes, uh, he goes, can I pray for you? And he prayed. He goes, all right, man, go. And I put that Bible and that workbook when I went into my house. I went in the, of the bottom drawer in my room. I put that. And that's the bottom drawer is where I put all the stuff I didn't care about. Actually, stuff just just piled up in there. So I went to go play 10 more years, and in those 10 years got released four times, three surgeries. Um uh, what I loved the most was giving me the biggest heartache. And like, man, with I thought baseball was like my passion, and now I'm realizing that my passion is what's giving me the most headaches, like I'm not having fun. And so I went to go play one last year. I was, I was, I think I was going to be one last year. You know, I'm getting one last go. So I'm getting ready to go to the airport. And like I said, I like to read. So as I'm trying to, I'm figuring out, you know, what, what am I missing? As I'm packing, I'm missing something. I don't know what it is. I open up the drawer and the first thing I see is the Bible is there 10 years with the cover on it still with the price tag and everything. Yeah. And, and, and the workbook with the price tag on it. And I'm going, hmm. So I got it, took it with me and as i land and i go check in my hotel when i unpack the first thing i see when i unpack is the bible and the workbook and i went all right so i get it i tear the cover off i open it and i read the um uh, uh the workbook and and uh it's called growing in christ the workbook's was called growing in christ and so okay let me read that for the first thing i read there and then this guy got the bible so i'm going from there to there kind of like i have no idea how to read the Bible, I don't even know where to go yeah And the first verse that I read when I read it is 1 John 5, 11 and 12. And it says, this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life. And this life is in his son. He who has a son has life. He who does not have the son of God does not have life. Man, when I read that, I went, oh my gosh, I felt like I had no life. That's exactly how I felt. I went, oh my gosh, I get it. Wow. like now you know why i've been struggling i don't have the son i don't have life and i'm going so then I, i'm going to the bible and i'm reading that and i just keep reading that the the, the rest of, of the chapter and i'm going this is interesting man i've never like wow it's speaking to me put it away go go play you know go to the team and present myself to the team and i just got there so i come back to the hotel the next day i read the next thing in the workbook and this one was proverbs 3 5 and 6 you know trust in the lord with all your heart and don't lean on your own understanding acknowledge him in all your ways and heal your pastors i'm going i'm not trusting god i'm leaning on my own understanding not his and my path right now is not straight it's like but he's gonna lead my pastor i'm going oh my gosh i go this is incredible and i just kept reading man and and i couldn't put the bible down that was the thing it was like i just not put it down. It was speaking to me like like nothing ever spoken to me before. No other book. Wow. And so I get the book. I get the Bible, and I, I'm in my room. And actually, I was I was I was in the bathroom because so I go a long time in the bathroom to read there. And as I'm there in the bathroom, I get the book. like said, my seven days later, and I get the Bible, and I put it down on the ground, and I said, if this is true. Here I am, I I surrender. And that's when I gave my life to Christ. That's, you know, there was no sinner's prayer. There was no this other, there was no altar call. It was just him and I, here we go. And I've been walking with them ever since. And and that's the one thing, Josiah, um, that that scout, you know, Kent Compton, if he didn't have the boldness to give me that, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. Wow. And, and that's the things that we're afraid to share. And you know something? This is beyond baseball. God's bigger than baseball or any or football or any sport. God's bigger than psychology. It's, yeah. there's a hurting world out there that we're, we're performing to a broken world. That's the thing. We're playing to a broken world. Yeah. A broken world is coming to see us play every single day and watching us on TV. And it's like, it doesn't make sense here. We are trying to have a good time, but the, all these people are broken. It's like, it's like, man, it, this isn't what it's about. Yeah. And, and that's where, if it wasn't for his boldness and courage, I wouldn't be here. And, and there's not, everyone's going to want to hear it. They're not, you know, they're all the majority of as athletes. They were, they're interested and I include myself. We're interested more in my job. I want to do well, because I want to. I want to be the best you know I might want that contract I don't want to be known I want to be you know whatever and it's that's not what it's about it's it's not about that it, it and some again some people don't don't want to hear it and that's fine but I open myself up to when the, where the spirit leads me and put someone in my path hey man this is who I am I'm not faking this this is this is me this is what I live for yeah you know and and some are gonna want it some are not and it's okay but I tell you what if it wasn't for the boldness of that scout i wouldn't be here and i'm telling you it's his name's ken compton and i <clears throat> i credit god uh for him that that he he gave me that and if it wasn't for him and and i encourage everyone to to have that boldness and that faith to share it
0: that's powerful man <laughs> yeah, like i'm that i'm getting goosebumps man that's like that's that's powerful um and the world is broken and thank God for, for, you know, that scout, you know, um, that was able to impact your life that has, was part of the big plan, right? Big picture for your life that you didn't even know about. Right. Derek, man, what do you, what are your thoughts, man, as you, as you hear these words from Bobby, man, that was powerful, man.
1: That's huge. I, I just, you know, he's kind of talking about, uh, earlier on, on the podcast, like the evolution uh like. Of himself as a coach, like I have to constantly evolve, like I have to stay up on things. And it's really cool just to see that from the spiritual side of like the evolution of your thinking, you know, cause for me too, it was just like, uh, I had to realize, you know, this isn't about football. Like football has like, it's not about that. It's about the person. It's about Jesus Christ. It's about something substantial. And it's really cool to see that you're like, man, this isn't even about baseball. This is about It's about Jesus Christ and, and, and my calling in life, you know? And so I just, I think it's very powerful because I, I think it also, again, is rare Bobby to see somebody who is, who loves their profession, works hard at their profession, but sees their profession as an assignment from God. And I'm, I'm not just a hitting coach for the Atlanta Braves. I'm here to impact people. And I just, again, I think that's something that the world needs to see and hear and do, you know, cause it's so, I, I, I mean, for me, it's so easy in professional athletics to get, uh, just blinded to everything else and just focus on like, I have to get better. I got to get paid. I got to get this roster spot, blah, 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 blah. When it's like, man, I look back. Cause that was my viewpoint really the whole time I was up there. And I look back and I'm thinking, man, how many more people could I have impacted if that wasn't, if my viewpoint was, was what you just explained, you know? And I just, that's powerful because to know that that's your viewpoint at the position you hold right now, yeah, that's, that is, that right there is powerful. When a man knows his calling, there's very few things that are that powerful. Yeah. That's awesome. That's, That's special.
0: Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, just just real quick, Bobby, as we get ready close once again, Bobby. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Um, it's been really great, really insightful. Um, I got two things. Two, one quick question, right? And when you receive, and this can be either for the rings that you guys received or the trophy, which family member? had the most memorable expression like you're looking at your family member like man they're cheesing from ear to ear who which which one of your family members had the most memorable expression either when they were holding the trophy with you or when they saw your ring which one was it
2: i think you know you know just I they all did yeah. oh, i mean we have pictures i got pictures of that and, and it's like they all i mean you look at the smile of everyone i mean it's it's like when we won that world series and and uh we were on that stage and and you know you know you got live tv and everything you know you know presenting the world series trophy to us and 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 at, at the bottom of the stage was our families they, they yeah. let them on the field and they were right at the bottom there and as i look and then we when when all that ended and i start I'm trying to look where they're at and I see them. So I walked down, I stepped down from the podium and we just embraced and we were crying. I mean, it was just, we were crying. It was just, just embracing it. I wow, we were all so impacted. It's like, can you believe this just happened? I still, I'm getting chills talking about this. I'm going, <laughs> this is like, you know, Josiah, it's like, man, I just, God is, is, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's, it's, when we reject God, I'm like going, why do we do it? It's like, we just, man, is, you know, the word of God says, no eye has seen and no ear has heard what God has in store for those who love him. We have, and that's this verse that come, came to mind when when we won that one. This is incredible, man. I go, it's it's like, I can't, and, and everything, yeah hey, we get the ring. That was another thing, man. The ring was incredible, man, <laughs> get that ring. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, you know, and then, then now going, you know, going to an all-star game, you know, uh, I'll be there in, in LA, uh, next week. And I'll be coaching that all-star game because the world series, uh, uh, coaches, the team that wins world, Series they, they get the coaching in it. Yeah. And wow. that's like, I'm like, I can't believe that's going to happen. You know, it's like, can you feel, this is crazy. Like what God has in it's like it's beyond what we think, yeah. you know, we, 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 we think if God, if uni gave me this, and like I said, I wouldn't. If I would have had planned and written in my way, the way I wanted my life scripted, I would have been in the big leagues 10, 20 years ago and, and played for 10 years. But it waited this long, and the way it's he put it, I'm going. And and the thing is, again, this it's like it's great. It's, it, it's awesome because that's like the pinnacle of our sport. But it's like, okay, now what? <laughs> it's great. Now what? Yeah.
0: yeah. I
2: mean, no one's going to know. I mean, who won the World Series five years ago?
0: exactly <laughs>
1: yeah like and that's i can like i don't yeah. know who was
2: it yeah yeah you know, so and that's over. where what it's you like,
1: said earlier is coming into play yeah it's like yeah, so what it's
2: huge like you know even as a coach oh i might you know i we can all get our egos we're like oh i know more hitting than this guy and all that like who cares yeah. great <laughs> so what how's your marriage how's your family how's your kids how's you know it's like we all have issues man yeah you know we all fall short so it's like we all need a savior but it's it's like no one remembers like it's gone it's yeah. over with yeah. the memories are great but now what what's next
1: yeah. is that
2: it i mean so that's it that's all we're gonna live for okay let's go and it's 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 not man and and uh we're here to serve man we're here to live we're here to serve and and some people don't want it again like i said there, there's there's some who were okay. I mean, I'm okay. And that's what I said. I was okay when he yeah. said here's the Bible. I'm okay. I'm good, man. I'm not pushing away. Man, I realize now I wasn't, man. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, but yeah, man, it's it, it's Jesus' um, you know, the way, the truth, and the life, man. So
0: that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey, Bobby, we're we're gonna we're gonna end it there because that that is the that is a drop the mic. And once again, we just wanted to say thank you uh, for joining us uh, on the All Things Performance podcast. And uh, our, for our viewers and our listeners, thank you for, for for listening and watching today. God bless you. And you all have a tremendous rest of your week. If you like the idea of more people hearing this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us. Because in doing so, you actually put All Things Performance in front of more ears and in front of more eyeballs and people will actually know that we exist so uh, we'd love if you did that Uh, you can follow all things performance on facebook instagram and all of the social media channels until next time god bless you take care of yourself and we'll talk to you soon